This is Tool Truck Talk with me, Nick Morell, the authority on tools and everything tool related. And uh, this is our third podcast, episode three, and I titled it Dirty Secrets in the Tool Business. Ooh, we're getting dirty today. Yeah, nothing crazy, but we're just going to, uh, you know, tell you, you know, just talk about some shady stories and, you know, stuff like that. Nothing too crazy because we don't want to get a cease and desist from the big three. Or as, you know, Bob Marley called him the big tree. All right. So anyway, I have here today, I have uh, Nick Four. What's up, guys? And I have uh, our producer, uh, what else were we called? Manager, editor. Yeah, that will watch it. Justice Ledich. Well, or, he got it right. First shot. Or, as his mother named him, Paul. Okay? Just saying. That's a whole other story. We'll cover that later, maybe. But right now, we're going to stick to... Some, some, we're going to talk about some some shady deals that, that I've seen through the years. Anyway, we're going to start with the first part. It's going to be called Shady Dealers. Okay, there was a story a couple years back with a Maco dealer. And he was buying his roll cars from Harbor Freight. And, uh, you know, since it's the same basic exact, you know, car, he was changing a few things on them, putting the decals on them, the emblems, and uh, charging full price. Sounds like something a Mako guy would do. Yeah. And uh, he, they prosecuted him. He went to jail. He did, like, they prosecuted him. They sentenced him, like, to, if I remember correctly. You can, you can Google this on the internet. It's, like, 15 years ago. <clears throat> I'm going to look that up. You can. It happened. Let's see. But now, if you think about it, Mako prosecuted this guy. He went to jail. And they do the same thing. Mako's roll carts come out of the same factory as Harbor Freight did. There's no difference. They roll out of the same factory. One gets Harbor Freight. One gets fucking one. One gets Maco on it, you know. But I guess corporate didn't like the uh, competition, you know. I mean, you know, I guess it's the old uh, "do as I say, not as I do." That's what uh, applies in this one, boys and girls. So that's one of the, you know, one of the, the stories that you know caught my eye. And then there's the other one. We've all seen this one. This was the uh, famous viral picture of this Snap-on truck parked outside the Harbor Freight building. Did you ever see that picture? Oh, of course. Yeah, that's that's insane. That makes me... I got... And let me tell you a little story. Not that I care, but I got in trouble for posting that, okay? Corporate called me up and said, hey, you really shouldn't do that. I'm like, I shouldn't do that. Are you fucking serious? I'll do whatever I want to do. The Snap-on guy shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, hey, guys, you know, nothing for nothing. And it wasn't Snap-on that called me. It was another corporate entity that I may have a slight affiliation with. And I was just like, I ain't taking shit down. I'm leaving it. And they got a little pissed off, but I really didn't care. You and, don't care, really? No. That and I took it, and they, uh, they called me about when the... Uh, oh, that one of the... Was the, it the Mac Mac truck? truck upside down, yeah. I got a phone call on that Maybe one, Maybe he too. shouldn't have flipped it. Dude, like, you can't... You got to take that picture down. Yeah, there's a, I'm sure you guys have seen that one. It's actually one of my profile pictures. It's a Maco truck, and the guy must have been backing down a loading dock and flipped over. And they're like, you got to take that picture down. I'm like, why? I didn't flip the fucking truck. Did I flip the truck? <laughs> no. He flipped the fucking truck. You know, hey, listen, it's a bad day and all, but I didn't do it. So, so back to the Harbor Freight Snap-on guy. Can you imagine when Snap-on Corporate saw that picture for the first time? Not for the millionth time, for the first time. Their heads probably blew off their shoulders. Could you imagine? Yeah, they definitely cried. Yeah. That guy was definitely fired. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, let me think about it. Why would you, if you were to go to Harbor Freight, right, why would you go with your tool truck? Right? Would you do that? I mean, this guy did. He didn't give a fuck. But I mean, like, if there's something you really need it there bad, there's two ways you can do this. First of all, you can take your personal car after work. Okay? Cool. Your, take your personal car after work, go to Harbor Freight, do all the shopping you want. Wear a disguise. Don't wear your Snap-on shirt. Wear your fucking, uh, 
I don't know, your uh, give me a, give me a basic shirt. Uh, a black hoodie. Your standard black hoodie. Your standard black hoodie that's in your closet. Put that on. Get a false mustache. A little, no, I, 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 maybe sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses. If it's sunny out. <laughs> and go to the Harbor Freight Store. Do all your shopping. And pay cash so there's no trails. Okay? Or send your wife. I would send my wife. I'd be like, honey, listen, I can't. Yeah, no, you definitely would. I would 100%, right? Or me. No, you'd fuck up. You'd send me. Yeah, I would send you. I mean, like, you know, like, you know, hey, listen, I need you to do this. I can't be seen. You know? And pay cash because you, you don't want a paper trail. Right? Yeah, or just, you know, the best thoughts, just don't buy your fucking tools from Harbor Freight. That's probably your best bet. What do you always say? What's your saying? Uh, if Harbor Freight sold a parachute, would you use it? Okay, think about that one. I wouldn't. No, exactly. I don't think I've ever gotten anything from Harbor Freight that's lasted for more than, like, two days. Yeah, no. I, 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 I saw my fish tank pond uh, motors there. They used to last, like, fucking two weeks and they burn out. So, yeah, F that place. <clears throat> I could say fuck, right? Yeah, you could say fuck. Yeah, fuck that place. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to tell you another 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 uh, dirty, grimy story in the tool business, and you know this is this was recent. Okay, we went to uh, SEMA and the Apex Tool Show. Were you there for that day? Yeah, no, I was in Las Vegas. Had a good time, right? Had a lot of fun. Okay, made some money, lost some money. Oh yeah, well, you did. Some, pretty, you did. You did pretty good on craps, right? Yeah, I like playing craps. I love playing craps. Did, this, did somebody say craps? Yeah, we got to We can Get bring the, the craps table down. We can stop working and just start shooting craps. Let's go. I'll shoot some fucking craps. I like shooting craps. Maybe right. another podcast. What's that? Another podcast? Crap shoots with Nick Amarillo. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. All right, so so we're at this Apex Tool Show, right? And like we're down in this like and, you know, they they it's a, it's if you've never been here, it's a bizarre thing. SEMA is more automotive related, aftermarket products, you know, tires, rims, stuff like that. It's it's really cool to see, and it's huge. Apex is more the. Uh, tool industry uh product end of it like you know it's just geared a little differently but down in the basement of apex in the shadows <laughs> there's a secret room okay that is a, definitely a secret room that's like secret room it's like oh you can go down there but we can't guarantee if you're gonna make it out alive or not yeah so me and nick we uh went into the trenches of the secret room at apex it was and, a basement uh, it smelled really bad and uh, it's not a basement. It, it, it is a basement. <laughs> it doesn't smell bad. It was very nice. It smelled bad. But in this the secret lair, let's call it a lair. How's the that? secret lair, yeah. In the, in the secret lair laid everybody's tools in the world. All your Snap-on tools, all your Mac tools, all your Mac-O tools, cornhole, and even gear wrench. Okay? And everybody's tools are down there in nondescript boxes. Packaging, plastic blow molded cases. And for, you know, a slight fee of probably 30 cents, they will put anybody's name on it in the world. They'll put my name on it because we talked to them. So we're walking around and I see these green lights that caught my eye. Okay. And I'm, I, I'm not allowed to say the brand on, on the, uh, on the, uh, on, online when I'm selling, but I can say it on the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Monster, Monster Tools. And, uh, you know, I think Coca Cola owns that, owns that brand, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Coca-Cola owns these tool, this tool company. But anyway, <laughs> what, do I, what, do, what do I know? I like to refer to them as Morello branded tools. And if you go to my app, you'll find Morello, Morello branded tools there. And, oh, speaking of, speaking of the app, let me jump in here one second. Don't, don't forget where I was. Make sure you download the, 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 uh, our JDT Co. app available on Apple Android. Download that. Lots of good deals. We post deals every day. And we do our uh, big drawings and uh, raffles on Wednesdays. Dollar days. Dollar days. We sell on Wednesday, draw on Thursday. Okay? So anyway, we're in, we're in, we're in this uh, Apex basement lair. The lair. In the lair. 
And I see this green light that was strikingly familiar to the same ones I've been selling for the last four or five years. So I'm looking at this light, and I'm like, wow, that's a really nice light. He's like, oh, you like it? I said, yeah, I like it a lot. He goes, we make these for you. You got to buy a 1,000 of them, 3,000 of them. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll buy some. I'm thinking about buying some lights here. He goes, wait, 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 let me, let me show you this one. He reaches under his counter, and in his secret spot under the counter was the Snap-on light. <laughs> the Snap-on light. In the Snap-on box, Snap-on part number, Snap-on everything. And he says to me, I make this one for you, $9. $9. Okay? $9. Nick, was that, was that the price? Yeah, I thought that. I Nine, think so, yeah. Eight, nine dollars it was. And I said to myself, oh, my God. They pay $9 to get that light made, and then they sell it to the poor consumer, the hard-working, blue-collar, working man for $129. That's insane. They paid $9. They're looking to make a $120 profit on the poor working man. It's insane. But, hey, listen. Corporate, they want that big bonus of, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, that $2 million salary, that house up on the lake in, uh, what lake? What's the lake in uh, Wisconsin? You guys don't know? You're lake Titicaca? Yeah, Lake Titicaca. <laughs> Is that in Wisconsin? It's in South America. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> they probably got one there, too. But, yeah, so anytime you think Snap-on cares about you, nah, bro. That light cost them $9 to sell it to you for $129. At least we have some dignity and sell, we'll sell it to you for like 60 Yeah, I'm going to sell it to you for 60 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to, I mean, they, they may, maybe they pay 9 for it, but Nick paid like, you know, 40 50 bucks. So I'm going to make it a quick $8, $9 on a call of the day <clears throat> and sleep at night. But them guys, I don't know how they do it. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, so and speaking about, you know, and listen, I don't want to be talking bad about Snap On because, you know, I mean, you know, it's a great company and, you know, you know, maybe someday I'll, I'm saving my money to be a Snap-on dealer. Maybe someday they'll, they'll let me be one. But let's talk about Blue Point. Blue Point is the biggest scam ever portrayed on the tool industry. Why is that? I'll tell you why. <clears throat> because what they do is because you know Snap-on. You know this is, goes back more a couple years ago when Snap-on gave a fuck. Now they don't so much. But like they would never put anything. Anything Snap-on sold back in the day was made in America. Everything. If they wanted to do some grimy made in Japan or made in Taiwan stuff, they put Blue Point on it. Because they never wanted their name to be associated with anything that wasn't made in America. Now, you know, now the gig is up. Nobody cares. So, like, so what basically what the Blue Point brand does is they buy all their tools from the same people we do. And they say, hey, could you put a blue handle on that? Uh, could you make that blue anodized? And they charge it three times as much as we would sell to you with the orange, red, green or yellow handle on it so they, they do a quick you know handle change and raise the price three times so you know again how do they sleep at night i have no fucking idea all right that's fair yeah, it's fair right yeah they sleep with their teddy bear that's what they do yeah but you know it, it's funny like you know you know they'll, they'll you know they'll walk in and see you working with a let's just say a, a line tool orange handle for putting, putting calibers in that's a piece of shit. You bought it off the fucking the, the independent guy. It's junk. Meanwhile, his he sells the same exact tool or blue handle and charges it probably thirty dollars more. But you know, hey, it's all about that lake house in Lake Titicaca. Titicaca. Yo, VC. Hey, we have we also have VC working today. She's a keen orders in VC. Yes. Got a question for you. We need you to Google something. Okay. What's the biggest lake in Wisconsin? Okay. Get back to us. Let us know. <clears throat> Even like I'll talk about Snap on a little more because you know I, I got more gas in my tank. 
Let's talk about redback boots, right? I like redback boots. You like redback boots today? Yeah, I like redback boots. I don't have mine on today because I'm wearing sweatpants. I got slippers on myself. Because I'm a bum. But redback boots, great, great boot, okay? So snap on a couple years back, they hook up a redback, and all the tool trucks have redback boots on them, and they're selling like wildfire, right? Because yeah. they're good boots. Yeah, they're nice boots. They're comfortable. Right. They're adorable. Yeah, they love them. So after Snap-on, you know, bamboozled their customer into, like, loving these boots, what did they do? That's what, I say, say, hey, Dad, what did they do? What did they do? I'll tell you what they did. They put their name on them. Well, what they did is they contracted some company in China to make the same exact boot, kept the price the same, and, you know, sold these guys shitty boots. They fall apart in six months. So, again, they bamboozled the poor customer. A hard-working man got, got bamboozled out of his money. Got duped. He got duped. He used to have redbacks. Now he's got made in China. You know? I mean, you know, that's it. All right, what do you want to talk about now? Give me a question, because I got, I got to take, I got to take a, my, my head spinning here a little bit. Your head spinning? My head spinning. So you you just got done talking about redback boots. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been selling redback boots for? I'll tell you a funny story how 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 I became redback dealer. You were there. We were at a we were at a tool show, and I never sold boots before. I guess it's about six years ago, and we you know in Milwaukee had the big booth there, and we were drinking. Drinking. So I'm a drink. So my sister was here. You weren't drinking back then. You weren't even 21, I think. You probably were, not. Yeah, probably you managed to sneak a beer or two. A beer or two? Yeah. So, like, so my sister was like, hey, uh, my sister was at this tool show. She's a paramedic. She's like, hey, uh, I like these boots. Can you buy these boots for me? I'll, you know, I'll pay you back. You know, my sister, not that you're paying back, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Ooh. But anyway, so I, I go to Redback and I'm like, hey, I'm, uh, my sister wants a pair of boots. And they're like, well, listen, if you want to sell Redback boots, you got to buy a starter kit. It was like 600 bucks for the starter kit. I'm like, oh, I got to buy a starter kit? That's crazy. I don't buy a starter kit. So, you know, I did it because I was drinking and I bought, a, I bought the starter kit. And, they, and you, when you buy a Redback Boots, they give you they give you like a whole packet. They want you to read it. And, it's, you, know, and you know, you may think it's silly, but if, if you read the packet, you it'll tell you how to sell the boots. I'm like, Dude, listen, I'm a salesman. And... Uh, you know, I I, I know I ain't never afraid to, to learn. So I, I read the packet, and it tells you how to sell the Redback boots. And you know what? And it just hit on key points that, you know, you needed to sell them. And, you know, and through the years, we it has definitely become one of us, our hottest sellers is Redback boots. I mean, in the route, on the page, you know, wherever. And I, I, that's all I wear. Nick? Any, anytime you see me, I'll have Redback boots on, except for now I got slippers. Can I jump in here about Redback? Oh, Paul, please. Paul, please. Um, you know, well, we, we always love hearing you talk, you know, saying some funny stories. What about the guy who posted the Redback boots on the Facebook page? <laughs> I think this is a story to tell. Yeah, you know what? Like, you know, we for anybody that's listened to the podcast and doesn't know me, we have a, a, a page on Facebook. We have, we have a pretty large social media following following we have 178,000 followers almost at 179 oh yeah yeah we've like got 300 more to go oh nice yeah join our page we need 300 people but uh somebody posted it's a four seal page so somebody posted a pair of red back boots and they were pretty hammered i mean i mean they were definitely beat up and the guy's like hey uh red back boot slightly worn few few minor scuffs uh just don't like them anymore uh 150 dollars 155 155 so i was like I'm going to put this on because this is going to be a shit show. And I love a shit show. And they were hammering. Keep in were... mind that we're selling Redback boots for $139 new with insoles. Yeah, we, yeah we, we're, we're $124 for Redbacks. We're $139 with insoles. 
and you know we we you know we put it on and just watch the shit show. But it was it was crazy. But you know sometimes sometimes hey listen I always say if the train's gonna crash, I can't stop it. But I'm at least gonna watch it. So. <clears throat> All right, so, so that, I got some more questions. Go ahead, buddy. So what is the your favorite motorcycle you've ever owned? Uh, well, I've owned a few Harleys, but uh, I mean, I I would definitely have to say my chop my my my, my chopper. I built it in 1995. It was in a couple of magazines. And, uh, you know, I hand-built it. It was the first bike I ever built from scratch. And uh, 104 inches, kickstart only, open belt, sprinter front end. It's got a Paul Cox handmade seat on it. Yeah, it's a nice piece. Love that bike. Ass. I will never sell that bike. I will fucking, I would cut that bike up with a hacksaw and eat it first. <laughs> okay? Bring me the title. I'll burn it now live on the air. I'd never sell it. You know, if, even if I never ride it again, I'd never sell it. Doesn't matter. I, I would fucking launch it off the fucking... Well, ghost off, ride it off the Grand Canyon? Yeah, I'd ghost ride it into the ocean, because I wouldn't want nobody to be able to get to it. I'd, I'd ghost ride it off a, off a barge into the ocean before I sold it. You can quote me on that, too. All right. That's true. Okay. All right. So, anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to talk a little bit about, because uh, it's on my list, Mac Tools. You ever hear of the company? Yeah. Have you ever heard of the company? Well, I like to refer to it these days as the uh, unicorn, because <laughs> you probably have a better chance of seeing a unicorn... Than you do of you know actually seeing a Mac truck and I listen okay I get it there's some Mac tool guys out there I'm sure you guys will have a, a Mac tool dealer but I haven't seen one my area has zero Mac tool dealers like I said you you can you can say you, it's easier to see a pink unicorn than a Mac dealer in my area anyway but I, what I what I want to say about Mac tools like back in the day when I when I when I worked for Mac tools you know to become a dealer I had to fly out to Ohio actually I drove out to Ohio. And uh, we toured all the plants. They used to do all their manufacturing in Ohio. It was, it was uh, Sabino, 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 Ohio it is. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Lake Superior? That's the lake? Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, the Snap-on dealers must have their houses on Lake Superior. That's, that's I don't think that really counts. That's not though. the lake. That doesn't no, count. That's not the lake. We're calling bullshit. You want, you want like, one that's landlocked? We want, yeah, like, one that's actually in Wisconsin. We want to know the Wisconsin lake where all the Snap-on executives have their houses. There's got to be one. Google all right, it. All right, I'm Googling Work on more. it. Put, like, biggest, like, <clears throat> put in the biggest, yeah, most, you know, biggest <laughs> white, uh, I don't want to say uh, Republican, but, you know. Lake Winnebago, then. Lake Winnebago, that's the spot. The uh, if you guys know, let us know, because I'm sure one of you guys knows. <laughs> yeah. All the Snap-on executives have their house on Lake Winnebago. All right. Back to, so anyway, in Sabine, Ohio, Mac Tools had all their manufacturing plants. I seen every wrench, every socket made, quarter inch straights, you know, half inch, three quarter impact chrome. It was all made in America. Sabina, Ohio. Sabina. I'm saying that right, but it's something like that anyway. But it's the the funny thing is like Mac Tools, because you know they're controlled by corporate greed, they decided to move their manufacturing to other states outside of Sabina. And what they did is they made the most foolish mistake in the world. And they announced it. And when they announced it, all the people that worked at this plant for like, you know, 60 years took matters into their own hands and did a big slowdown. And they were they were sabotaging the machinery in the building. So at one point, as a Mac tool dealer, because I was a Mac tool dealer for a short time, I think 18 years, I would be I'd order a, a socket set, and in the socket set, it would be missing two sockets, the 10 millimeter and the 15, because that's the most common so sizes. And in the set would be two packing peanuts where the sockets should have been. 
So we did that for about six months, maybe closer to a year. And, you know, that was that was probably Mac's, you know, beginning of their demise. You know, Mac Tools now, 80% of their tools are made by an outside company. Uh, I, I don't want to say their name, but they're located in, uh, how do I say, uh, the Silver State. The Silver State. That's what I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave it at that. That's a new one to me. The Silver State? The you, know, Silver you know where Silver State is? Google that shit. <clears throat> okay? So, yeah, 80% 80 of all Mac tools come out of that plant, that factory. It's all overseas, too. Yeah, oh. It's imported. Nevada? Nevada. Oh, that's, okay. well, I don't know that one. That's it. All right. And uh, so I'm going to get back to, I'm, I'm going to go off my track a little bit here, and I'm going to, uh, oh, I hit that thing here. Someone has a, a question. Oh, what's the question? How does it make you feel that the Devils are last place in the Metropolitan Division? Well, let me tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about that. Um, who asked that question? Eric Wilson. He's definitely a... Eric, fuck you. That's he's the a first Caps thing. fan. First thing, fuck you. But anyway... A Colorado fan. I don't know what the hell he How is. does it make me feel? Caps fan. I'm not happy, and I'll tell you why. Because I have really good season tickets for the Devils. Okay? Lower level. We have great seats, don't we? We have great seats. Oh, yeah. They're 11, 15, and 7 on the season. That really hurts. We came out swinging, boys and girls, and uh, we soon faltered. I blame it on our goalie. Our goalie sucks. Keith Kincaid is a pretty good goalie, but he's a backup goalie. He's not a starting goalie. He's been doing his best, but he's only going to get better. Uh, we recently started a new goalie last night, Blackwood. Yeah, Blackwood. He looked pretty good in net, I'm not going to lie to you. He was like a cat out there. And you know what? At the end of the first period, the score was one nothing. We were losing. But you know what? If Schneider was in the net, it would have been 4 nothing, 5 nothing, 6 Six nothing, but who's counting? You know, so I'm not happy with my Devils right now. We are now. going to the game tonight, though. But I am going to the game tonight, and I'm going to put my happy face on, and I'm going to be rooting for. I'm going to wear my Yager jersey tonight. Sometimes you got to bring a little old school back in. I'm gonna I'm gonna have Some a bill. lot of beers right? and start fucking yelling at people, yelling at the the players. Hey, maybe that'll work. They need some encouragement. Yeah, they need some encouragement. Yeah, if we're if you're at the game, come meet up at the kit. My, I don't, as luck would have it, they put my, my corporate seats right next to a, a private bathroom and a tequila bar. Right or wrong? Yeah. So let's go. Let's have a, I'm, in, I'm by Section 5, boys and girls. Let's have the, some margaritas. We're playing the Senators tonight. Yeah. Hey, Nick. Is I have, there... a, have a related tool, oh. actual tool question. Oh, yeah. I have it. I'll pull, I'll pull it. Fucking devils, devils aren't a cool question? Yeah. Um, so this guy asked, hey, hey, guys, if it's possible, I'd like to hear your opinion on roll carts. I already have a three-bay toolbox loaded with tools and hate pushing it around. I'm looking at roll carts and wondering what you think is the best for the money. I've been looking at Mako and Snap-on, but wondering if there are any better than a Monster or Sun-X. Uh, well, first of all, I, I don't know if you watch the news, but tariffs have, been in, have kicked into effect with the roll cart market. And the prices have gone up substantially. But as far as quality-wise... I can assure you, any Mac Maco cart is going to be the same exact cart as a Sun X, which is, would be a monster. They're all the same. Nobody has an individual roll cart factory. There's some factory in I don't want to say, probably Taiwan or, some, or China or Taiwan. I, I don't some, know some name that you can't even pronounce. It's one factory. They all roll down a factory, and I'm sure one day they're painting gray, one day they're painting red. And green. One day they're painting green. And at the end of the factory, the little Chinese guy comes out and slaps a monster tag on it. Or a little Chinese guy comes out and puts a, a snap-on label on it. Or Mako. Or Mac. Whatever. And it's it, that's just the way this tool business is these days. There's, I mean, like, if you think 
everybody has a socket factory? They don't. Maybe a year, 30 years ago they did. And maybe in two years they will again. But now, everything rolls out of the same factory. And at the end of this, the, the, the fact, the end of the line, where the stamp is, I'm going to tell you a good story. Uh, should I tell that one? I'll, you know, I, I can tell that one. Right, I'm going to tell a story about, I, I don't want to say too much because I don't want these people to boycott Nick. But I went to, I had, I had a problem with a unit. And this company just happened to be located locally to me. So I brought this unit, which was about a four or $5,000 piece, to this factory to get it looked at. And while I'm there, there's a whole line of workbenches, okay? Picture it. I'm drawing it. There's a whole line of workbenches. And in front of these workbenches, picture there was like six sections, okay? And in these six sections, there were six ladies standing there. And in these sections, there was cubby holes, okay? And in the one cubby hole, said, mm-mm. And then in the second cubby hole, it said Snap-on. Third cubby hole, Mac, Maco, Cornwell. Okay? So now there's five cubby holes. All these brands were on there, and then their own brand name was there. Okay? And then here's some lady. She was opening up these crates, and she's putting, you know, three or four of these boxes in these workstations. And these girls were peeling off the brand that was on the box because it left the factory with the brand on it. I couldn't see the brand. And they were slapping on or snap on Mac, Mac or Cornwell. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. This is how they do this? I mean, I assumed like it left the factory in China as a Mac tool with a Mac tool part number on it. I had no idea that that ships from the factory to the new factory. And there's some lady making minimum wage Peeling off the company's name and then slapping down a fancy new decal. Okay? I stood there in fucking awe. I was I was in shock. And as soon as they seen I was watching them, they closed the big door and they wouldn't let me see it anymore. But I was I was I, like I said, I I had no idea. But you know, that's one of the dirty secrets in the tool business. I were, I'm sorry, I got off track. Go ahead. You were talking about something. You were that one blew you away? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what you know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, no, I know. I've I've heard the story before. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to say the, the the company's name, but you know, that's it. So anyway, uh, let me. Uh, I'm a, I got some other stuff here. Give me one second. I might get a little. Uh, oh yeah. I, yeah. Good. Ask me that. <clears throat> All right. So we got another email question. Pull it up real quick. This is from Adam. Hey Adam, how you doing, Adam? Thanks for the question. What's the biggest bust you've ever had on your truck slash page, and how did you end up getting rid of the product? Well, you know, through the years, I've seen a lot of, like, you know, stuff that, you know, it's all hyped up, and, you know, you think you're going to sell a million of them, and you sell fucking three. And, you know, it's... Then there's... And it's the opposite, too. Like, I'll be... I'll tell you a funny story. This is true. I'll get back to the shitty one, but... When gear wrench first came out, I was a Mac tool dealer, and somebody showed me these gear wrenches... And I was like, nobody's ever going to buy them fucking things. Because at the time, everyone was using them big, clunky ratcheting wrenches. So when the, the new gear wrench ones came out, people were laughing. Like, I'm not going to buy them fucking things. Now, I mean, like, they probably sold, you know, 100 million fucking, a bazillion gear wrenches. You know, me included. But when I first saw them, I thought it was going to be a flop. So, but you said, okay, back to the biggest flop on the page. I'm not going to say it was a flop because I, I think it's a good product. And maybe it was the way I sold them and marketed them, but I, I I know one of the main reasons. But grip mat, 
Yes, Grip Mat. I seen it on Shark Tank. The owner of the company, I think his name is Dick, <laughs> called me up to, to sell them. And I was like, yeah, I, I can sell them things, you know. And they're I, on I, Shark Tank. They must be great. Yeah, I fell for I drank the fucking Kool-Aid, they're, too. Those people really know what they're talking about with tools. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously. I mean, but anyway, I, I, I believe this guy, I think, like I said, I think his name is Dick. And uh, I bought these grip mats. And, like, they're like, you know, you got to buy this, 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 you know, this uh, minimum order was this much. It's like fucking 3K I had to buy. And, you know, and I kind of jumped the gun and I, and I did it because, you know, I was trying to be a baller. And by the time I paid for they charged me, and the cocksuckers charged me shipping too, okay? So I had to figure that into the price. So by the time I posted them, online I like the discount a little bit. But I mean, I, I, mean, I, I was selling them for, and, and the part that pissed me the fuck off is because Dick was selling them online direct too. And Dick was selling them for 129 So I had to come under Dick at 125 so, I mean, they were slow movers at first. And, you know, like I said, I probably should have done a video and talked about them a little more and built them up. But, I was, you know, it's it's hard to put all my focus on, you know, one brand. You but know, it was on Shark Tank. But it was on Shark Tank. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I fell for the Shark Tank Kool-Aid. I drank the Shark, t- Shark Tank Kool-Aid. But, anyway, we, we gave some away. I put them on a truck. I broke some up. We sold them. You know, I think we're all out of them now. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. But one of, our, one of our warehouses, they drank the Kool-Aid. Now they have them. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to try selling them again. But uh, the truth be told, and I met Dick. Uh, actually, I think I met Dick's mom out in... Seema. Uh, Seema. She's like, oh, these are the best, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You got to get them. And I was like, no, they suck. And Dick was walking around with some kind of fucking flight suit, like fucking wannabe airplane pilot guy, right? Yeah, you know it's, it's, yeah. it's a bizarre situation. Yeah, it was, it was a wacky thing. But you know what? Listen, man, I'm a big boy. I bought my grip mats. I, I, I spent three grand, and uh, eventually I did sell all my grip mats. And like I said, they're good products. I own a set. I use them. They're good. But, and I say, but, Tom pillaged me. <laughs> I was pillaged by, I'm not Tom, I mean Dick. I was pillaged by Dick. I, hopefully he sends me a cease and desist. So I'll, I'll pillage over hood of the car at the next car show. You ever buying them again? No. I mean, I would sell them again, but let, let me... Through the uh, warehouse. Let me get back to my story. But, uh, and I think they'll be coming out in the next week or two. Somebody has a pretty nice version of what you're selling with a few upgrades, and it's about a sixteenth of the price. Whoa. A sixteenth of a price. Oh, the, 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 the mats? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 A sixteenth of the price, right? We, we we got pictures of them, but we're not allowed to show them yet. No. But you know, hey, uh, Mr. Dick, welcome to the big welcome to the big league, boys. <clears throat> you know no sharks the back of this time. Yeah, where's your shark now, buddy? You'd be like a guppy. Hope you, <laughs> hope you sold off your inventory. Yeah, I'm a little pissed off because like I said, I mean, you know, I, the, the whole charge me for shipping thing and fucking minimum order. You come out of your pocket 3K for some, some shit that you sit on for a couple months, you wouldn't be happy neither. But I'm, it's sold. And again, it's a good product. I own them. I use them. You know, and it's just it's a little pricey. But anyway, you know, that's that. Okay? So, uh, I'm just trying to find my other thing I want to talk about. Some questions in the back for me and Justice. Yeah, that's, what I was, I, that's what I want to get to. There we go. Okay. I'll talk for a bit. I, I, I want to ask my... Uh, my guy Justice, a question. Oh wait, Justice, here you take the hot yeah, seat. Sit, sit in the hot seat, Justice. All right. <clears throat> right now, I'll give you the visual. Nick is sliding over in front of the board, and Justice Ledich, better known as Paul, 
Paul Justice Lenich is hey sitting guys. next to me. This is my uh, first time in the hot seat. Okay, how long have you been working for uh, JD Deco? Um, say about two months now. No shit. Have you been having fun? It's awesome time. Is it, is it good? I love our clients. I love everyone. I love you. No, oh, I love you too, baby. Yeah. All right. No, no, uh, no homo. No. Could, could, we could say that. All right. <laughs> Coming from a non-tool background, what was the hardest part for you to start working at JD Co? I'd say the hardest part about working for a tool company was just you know figuring out all the part numbers. Um, so about me, I came from I graduated college two years ago. You went to college? Yes, I did. You're fired. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, I graduated college two years ago, and I worked in a construction company, a real estate development company, for two years. Hang on. You worked, you were like digging holes and shit, running machinery? No, I was actually in the accounting office, so I wasn't getting my hands dirty. I knew that, guys. I was just checking. <laughs> and, but I did work with a lot of construction workers, a lot of construction administrators, and I was on the field sometimes, and I did know some tools here and there. Do you own a pair of work boots? Um, does no. hiking boots count? No. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So let me, let me ask you another question. Do yeah. you own any tools? I know you have your own apartment. In your apartment, do you own any tools? I do. What do you own? Um, I own a, a uh, what is it, Craftsman Drill from, like, Walmart. Whoa. Oof. Good. And a... Have you ever heard of a little company called Milwaukee? Yeah, I, th I think um, maybe, I've heard of them. Maybe it's time to upgrade. Well, you know, Christmas is around the corner, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we did bonuses already. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. And other than that, um, you don't own like a screwdriver. I do own a. I own a little screwdriver set from Steelman. I Whoa, think. no shit. We yeah. are, we know them. I think they're from the Silver State. Yep. They said Easy Red lights. Um. Yeah. Nick gave me an Easy Red light, which I use all the time, and it's in my car. Whoa, Easy Red. We like Easy Red. Yeah. Nice. Bright, bright light. I love it. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> what do you think your biggest accomplishment you've had working here was? So, before I came on board, I was friends with um. Nick for for about two years, maybe a little over that. And, you know, we were always, um, I would come over on the weekends, talk to Big Nick and his family, and Nick kept on talking about how he wanted to bring his uh, business to the next level. So he, he was talking about an app for a year, a mobile app. And as soon as I came on board, I was like, Nick, I'm going to help you out with that. And within two weeks of working here, I uh, rolled out the app and Ever since then, we were able to do a lot more deals, a lot more people on the app. And so, so yeah, I, I think as you know, first of all, I mean, like getting an app to me was like, was like one of my goals. You know, it, it, we try to get one somebody to come build one. They want that forty thousand dollars. Listen, I, I'll be selling tools for five years to pay for it, and him coming aboard and doing the app, you know, was really really cool. And the, you know, and the app's not done by a long stretch, and it's got a lot more work to go, but it's. It's been working very well for what we have, and you know he did a really good job. And you know, and I, you know, I couldn't thank him enough. But he did a really, really good job. Hey, on a quick side note, one of my customers just texted me. Okay, his name is Rudy from LNS. I've been dealing with him probably 20, 25 years, and he said, "Good morning, Nick. This is Rudy from LNS. Can I play Christmas music today?" And I put back and said, "Yeah, sure." And I'll tell you why. Because for the last month, I walk into shop, he's playing Christmas music, and he's like, "Ah, business sucks. Business sucks." I'm like. Turn off the fucking Christmas music. He goes, but why? I love Christmas music. I said, when your customer walks in here and you're trying to sell him a brake job, after he got his oil changed, he's going to think about Christmas. Turn off the Christmas music. Okay? And, you know, and I'll tell you another story on that. I have, an, I have a tool dealer friend. His name is uh, Pat Hammer. 
and he's in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Pat Hammer. In his. <laughs> God, I'm telling about my friend Pat Hammer. My friend Pat Hammer, down in Memphis, Tennessee. He owns a, a company called Nick's Choice Tools, and he's you know we we, you know, we he's a really good, we, we, listen we were mortal enemies this guy and like you know I was going down I was gonna go fly down to fucking Nashville and fucking and, and cut his throat. And, you know, me and him, I met him at a figuratively. Tour. No, <laughs> real, 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 relatively. And uh, we met out in Vegas, and uh, it was funny. You know, I met him at a tool show in Vegas. Now, meanwhile, it was St. Patrick's Day. In my defense, it was St. Patrick's Day. And it was about 9 o'clock at night. And Nick started drinking about 9 a.m. So when he met me, I became unhinged, to say the least. And I told him exactly how I felt. And you know what? In the long run, it worked out because we, we become friends. You know, we're, we're, we're not competitors anymore. Now we're more friends. He's a good guy, okay? And, uh, you know, I don't want to promote him too much because then, you know, fucking he might be, like, you know, more competitive. And I don't want to give him that opportunity. But his name is Pat Hammer. Memphis, Tennessee, Nick's Choice Tools. Good guy. That, that, that was okay, right? That was good. <laughs> you guys do text each other like a high school couple. We, 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 we me and him text uh, all day, and we Marco Polo all day. And he's a good guy. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay? So, uh, okay, so next question. Anything pl- big, we have any new, anything new planned coming up? Yes, we do. Really? Yeah. We, anything you want to tell me about or something I already know about? Um, something you probably already know about. Something okay. our uh, people who follow us on Instagram follow us. Oh, I like that. Already. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's yep, right we put out a, um, a little <clears throat> sneak peek, a little oh, yeah. promo out. Oh, yeah. What's coming up next? Yeah. Because um, I know a lot of your, uh, your customers are tired of you you know, videotaping through a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, ain't nothing, ain't, nothing wrong with my droid, ain't nothing wrong with my droid phone. Droids suck. Think so? You, they take the worst pictures ever. But um, you're gonna be able to see Nick in 4K hey, eventually. Nick. Hey Look. Nick, you're fired. Oh thank God! Can I go home now? <laughs> I listen, Justice. Say goodbye because I'm done with you. I'm gonna get other. I'm gonna, I got questions for him too. Uh huh. All right. You wanna say anything? What's it? Say goodbye to everybody. Love you guys. Oh there you go. You want you want you don't wanna say uh, download the JD Tico app that you designed on Apple Android. All right, give me one second. Download the app, rate it five stars, and review it well. Peace. There you go. Peace. Nice. All right, Mr. Marilla, Nick Four. Hello. Got some questions for you. Okay. <laughs> Send it. What's your favorite part of your job job here at JD Tico? Um, my favorite part. Your favorite part. How long have you been working here? It's when I come into work. Whoa, is that what VC said? Victoria said it's when she comes into work. That is 100% false. Well, when she comes up to work. Cause she, when she decides to come to work. She, was, she uh, duffed us out for the drawing and did not come to the Christmas party. I had a final. We'll, we'll discuss it later. We'll, we'll discuss it later. We'll have a battle to the death. Yeah. College knowledge. Big big Christmas party. First annual and she didn't come. Yeah, a little upset, but that's okay. I'll work through it. Her father's my best friend and her mother too, but that's another story. All right, so favorite part favorite of working part. at Jersey Discount. I mean, I guess I have a boss, but I was going to say not having a boss, but, you know, I guess having your dad as your boss is pretty fucking tough. Because, <laughs> like, regular boss, if you don't like him that much, you'd be like, hey, fuck you. No, that's the second question. Worst part. So you're on your favorite part. You're well, no, I'm just, no, I'm just, you know, I don't know. I like, I, I like, I don't, I like working from home. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty chill environment. I don't have to dress up every day. I go wear it. But, I, you know, I usually like to dress nice. Yeah, yeah. Today I'm wearing sweatpants, though, because I'm a bum, and it's Friday. 
It's, it's dressed down Friday. I'm, yeah, I'm, there I'm, we I, go. I got slippers on. Let me just jump in right here. Um, and you know, you probably know a lot of people who work for their uh, father or their mother, but I'd say Nick Four is probably the hardest working individual who works for his parent. Um, you know, a lot of those people, you know, little spoiled brats, you know, they don't want to work, but I'm this guy, I, I come here every single morning and he's putting in way more work than me. And I'm like, okay, I got to get on board. Nah, my son's a hard worker, man. Thank God. I mean, I'm the hardest working guy in the world. He's he's close to. I just spilled coffee all over myself. That happens. That's, that's probably my least favorite thing about working at Jersey Discount Tool Co. is I spill coffee all the time. So that's the, okay. <laughs> no. What's the worst tool to ship? Oh, God. No. No, it used to be the wrench racks, but those aren't so bad anymore. Um, I don't know. Uh, blower kits. Blower kits are a pain in the ass. Like the the blow the air blowers we sell. Oh, they suck, right? Yeah, because there's no box big enough. There's no envelope big enough. So you have to just like wrap it up in brown paper, and then wrap it in an envelope. So so the six to thirty two is not your not your most hated tool. Oh yeah, fuck those <laughs> things. They're horrible. <laughs> and it's not like they're hard to pack, but like. Got to take them out of the box. And, you know, these things weigh, I think the, how much is one set weigh? 26 pounds. 26 pounds. So, you know, it's, it's fucking exhausting. <laughs> and when you do, you know, when we do it, we do 200 at a time. Yeah. We, we, you know, and, and you know, and it's funny because like, I like selling them because, you know, I, I buy them in advance and I get a really good deal on them. We sell them really cheap and they're profitable. That's one of the, one, you know, a lot of tools we make very few percentage points on, but on that set, we do okay. But the the thing with them is we have to ship them, and in order and first of all <clears throat> to go pick them up because I usually buy them when I buy them I buy them two hundred you know a hundred <laughs> sets or two hundred sets at a time, and they're twenty six you know they're twenty six pounds each so and our, we fill our transit connect up and like it's like screaming on the it's a low rider it's a low rider I took pictures of it. I got I, I took pictures of what before and after load it's like squatting so yeah but that. It, it, they they suck to ship. They're a lot of work. They generate generate a lot of cardboard. It's a lot of mess, and it's you know they're a pain in the ass. But I have another two hundred sets coming, Nick. I hate to tell you, buddy. They we'll sh- they should be here this month. So get ready. Yay! Uh, another question, Nick. Why does the mailman hate you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He he really doesn't like me though. Why? I don't know. I'm always nice to him. He's he just fucks with me. His mustache hates you. Is it his mustache hate you? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm young and handsome. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I used to feel bad for him. Like, yeah, he's probably like 70-something, and he's always like huffing and puffing and like, oh, like exhausted. And then I find out, I always see the guy, he's got a fucking cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> so I automatically did it. I started not feeling bad for him. Like, this guy, he fucking, he's always complaining he's out of breath and this. He fucking smokes. Stop smoking, mailman. <laughs> but it's so funny. Like, you know, whenever we see him, we, we tend to help him. Because, then it's know, not good enough. It's never it's never good enough. And that's the part that gets you. It's like, you know, we you know, we generate we ship a lot of packages and we feel bad for the guy. So like we always help him load the truck up and like he's fucking miserable the whole time. I mean like you know, sometimes if we're if we're busy and, and like we're having a stressful day, we're like, fuck it, let him load the truck himself today, right? And we bring a lot of stuff directly to the post office. If it's, if we have like a big order that day, like the six to thirty two sets. When we do them, we bring them to the mail, but we bring them to the post office ourselves. Oh yeah, they'll fucking destroy the boxes yeah. before they leave the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get bonuses this well, year. Yeah, he's he's being nice to us lately because he wants that fucking oh, Christmas bonus. I him Christmas bonus. Oh, he's been he's been starting conversations with me. Oh, uh, he's ready. He's yeah. ready. He's yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So and then, okay, now I'm gonna ask you one more question. We'll we'll talk tools a little more. 
But okay, what drives you nuts most that the guys who do their orders on the page? Well, like, what's what's the the bigger biggest pet peeve? Oh, I have two. Go, ahead, you made one. Oh, them both. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna give them both. First, when there's no address. Sometimes guys buy stuff and the address is incorrect or there's no address at all. I don't know how someone could buy something online and not have an address in there. Update your PayPal address. Yeah, people. so update your PayPal address. And, you know, second is when you don't put what you want in PayPal comments. That drives me crazy. That's why I like the app. But, you know, at least if someone buys something and they don't leave in the comments, I can maybe figure out what it is like. A guesstimate, like, oh, they paid one twenty. Maybe they're getting X. But when there's no address, I can't. When there's no address or no description, I can't do either. So then I gotta send an email, and most most guys don't check their email. I don't. I get too many fucking emails. Then you get a an angry message on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, I said this. Well, I emailed you three times. Yeah, and my favorite is, where's my tools? Where's my tools? And they're screaming, yelling. You know, listen, we want everybody to get their tools. Yeah, no. I don't want no, I, don't, I want everybody to be happy. And then I'm like, well, send me the... And like what I always say to guys, send me the transaction information and say, like, hey, where's my order? And so, you know, because, you know, that's the first thing. I mean, so you, and usually a lot of times guys pay and they'll put .com or no .com or instead of being 72466, you know... Just to, uh, they'll make a mistake on the email. And I'm like, nah, man, you didn't send it to us. Reclaim your money from PayPal. And it's easy. Reclaim your money from PayPal. Resend it. And we do that. <clears throat> All right, one more, quick, one more quick question for you. Would you ever consider getting a tool truck and doing your no. own route? Whoa, let me finish the question. <laughs> Would you ever consider getting a tool truck and doing your own route? Now? No. Why? I don't know. I just, not for me. I'm more of a, that's too high speed for me. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm crazy. I'm a freaking crackhead. I like to get everything done and do 20 things at once. But the tool truck thing, that's just not for me. First of all, I hate driving. Yeah, that's true. I hate driving. And, you know, a part, a huge part of this job is driving. <laughs> fucking drive all the time. But at least the van's easy to, to whip around. I mean, you know, it's funny because, like, a lot of guys ask me, hey, I want to be a tool dealer. What, what do I have to do to be a tool dealer? And it's funny because, like, I always say, you don't want to be a tool dealer. And, like, if think about it, guys. If... If I thought, and listen, I'm a happy tool dealer. I love being in the route. You know, it's what I've been, <clears throat> it's what I've been doing my whole life. But think about it. If I'm not willing to put my son into a tool truck, I mean, isn't that me telling the truth that maybe you should try a different business? You know, it's it's just you know, it's 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 not an easy job. You know, and you know, and I'm sure if I, you know, I'm sure if I wanted to groom my son for the last 15, 20 years when he was a kid, you know, hey Nick, you know, get a tool truck. You'll make oh, a million fuck, dollars. Okay. Good tool dealer. But yeah, but no. I mean, in my heart, it wouldn't. It's not the right thing to do because I, I don't. I don't b- believe in it as, you know, a viable way to make a living these days. I, I, like I said, it's the only thing I know, so that's what I do. All right, so uh, Nick, one, one more question for you, and then, sure. I'm, then, I'll, then I'm gonna let you. Then we'll go back to the regular scheduled program. What do you think your biggest accomplishment you have done here at JDT Co so far to date? Uh, I gave Justin the same question. His was the. Uh, yeah, the app you said, right? Yeah, the app. Yeah, okay, that was, that was his. I think making you and mother's life easier. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you guys we, used to work all, like, every day you'd come home from work and then work till, like, 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah, see, you guys don't know that. Like, when, when we, when me and my wife were doing this by ourselves for, for the longest time, you know, my wife works a full-time job, I work a full-time job. We'd come home, have dinner, boom, right to the shipping room. 
And we would literally work, you know, generally to 10, 11 o'clock at night every night. You know, some nights we would do, you know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, you know. But now, you know, with my crew here, Nick, Justice, and uh, VC, you know, at least, like, you know, we still come down here, you know, one or two nights a week, just, you know, brush up on stuff, catch up on stuff. But generally, these guys, you know, you know, my wife, you know, does stuff all day from, you know, she, you know, she does orders too yet, and you know I, I post every deal that you see. I post. I I did it myself, but these guys they got shipping lockdown, man. They they ship your tools. They answer a lot, a lot of your questions, and they, they get a lot of stuff done. And you know they they really have been a big help. You know, that's the crew's been a big help. So that's it. All right, how long have I been talking? Am I, am I free to go yet, or because I really have to work? Yeah, I think we talked for well, yeah we talked for a few minutes. How long we talk? Let me see the boom. I got, I got one more story I'll tell too if you want to hear it. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> How, what, what's our time? I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Not a funny story. Just just is how, how the tool business is. Okay, I've been a deal. I was I started selling tools back in the, in the mid-80s. And I guess Snap-on, I don't know, maybe you guys heard of them, came out with a ratcheting screwdriver. Okay? And, like, now you got to remember, guys, this is before... There was cordless tools all over. I mean, nobody had cordless tools. Makita just started coming out a little bit. But everything was hand. So when the ratcheting screwdriver came out, you would think they were selling penicillin. And they were selling like crazy. And like, I was a Mac dealer. And I'm like, well, can't we? I mean, and I'm, I'm sure that wasn't the only Mac dealer saying, hey, can we come out with a ratcheting screwdriver? We really need these things to compete. Because Snap-on, they were selling hundreds of them. And when they got tired of selling red, they sold white. When they got tired of selling white, they sold orange. Green. They sold every color under the rainbow. I'm sure they had a rainbow one. And it, 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 it was the 80s, yeah. Probably. Yeah, they had, they had a rainbow one. But, like, you know, it's funny because, like, Mac Tools is owned by Stanley, okay? And Stanley has had a ratchet and screwdriver in their catalog for probably since the se- early 70s. And I was like, well, can't they just put fucking our name on it? Change the color to handle? Can't we sell these things? And, like, it took them probably five years to come out with a ratchet and screwdriver. And, you know, it was a piece of shit. They didn't even make it. Somebody else made it for him. But, but it, it's funny because, like, you know, you, you, you know, Mac Tools is probably one of the worst-ranked companies in the world. I'm sure there's a different one that was worse, but I can't think of it at the time. But, yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. But, yeah, so, I mean, like, this, them screwdrivers, and again, today, nobody uses them anymore. I mean, I, I have a couple laying around somewhere, but nobody uses them anymore because, you know, with the, with the Milwaukee's and the, the, the cordless tool market being like the wall, you know, there's nobody grabs a screwdriver anymore. They, they just grab their cordless, their cordless impact, you know. So, you know, but that, that, that's funny. I mean, I, I still have a couple on my truck and, you know, they just sit there and collect dust, you know. You know, Monster has one, uh, you know, everybody has them, but nobody buys them. It's one of them things, you know, it, it came out for a few years, was a hot seller, and, uh, you know, then it kind of fizzled out like, it, like, a, like a lot of things do, or did. So, all right, and uh, wanna hear, you want to hear a shitty, shitty customer story? Hell yeah, always. I, I had this one last, I was going to tell this one last time, I didn't get, I didn't get around to it. So, I, it's, it's pro, it's one, I think it's funny, you know. All right, so check it out, guys. I love telling shitty customer stories, or, and good customer stories, but, you know, some of them are funny. I got this one customer, his name was Juan, okay? He's Is he a current customer? Uh, I want to say no. But he was on my, his brother was on my, I hate his fucking buzzing asshole too. His brother was on my truck last week and he wanted to buy something. And I was just like, yeah, no. Nah. Why is it always the guys that are brothers? Like, they're both assholes. I remember the, remember the, what are those two guys that used to have? The two really grumpy guys? Oh, fucking dude. Uh, that's the one I was telling the story last week. That was, uh, they're truck mechanics. You know oh, I mean? the dirty guys. Yeah. Wilmer and fucking uh, George. They're nice guys, but they're just grumpy. 
Pay fucking pay. That's good. But, but anyway, back to Juan. This guy Juan and his brother, right? And they're like, he's, he's such a jerk off. But anyway, he's, first of all, he's a horrible payer. Horrible payer. And he pay every, I mean, he always pay, every time you walk in, he, I'm a great customer, Nick. I'm a great customer. Who says that? I'm your best customer. I'm a great customer. Meanwhile, he always pays by check. The fucking check bounces every time. Okay? So, like, he, after bouncing, like, 30 checks on me, I'm like, hey, dude, listen to me. I said, why are we even bothering with the check? Every time they bounce a check, I got to pay $20, you got to pay $30. So that $50 check costs you 100 You know what? Don't Let's not write me bad checks. Just give me cash. If you don't have cash, I'll, you know, you know, I'll see you when you have cash because we're wasting time here. Now, this went on for months. He bounced. So I couldn't tell you how many checks he bounced. And, you know, so he finally pays his bill off, right? And I stopped going here because, like, how can I, I go there every week when the guy does his bounce fucking checks? So I walk in there. Like, oh, I didn't walk in there. I was at the shop next door, and he sees me. Hey, Nick, come on over here. I got. I, I need something. So I walk in. I need a smoke machine. How much is it? So I said that's it's nine hundred, not you know nine ninety five at the time for a smoke machine. He goes, okay. How much for weekly payments? So I said nine ninety five. He goes, what do you mean? I go, well, if you want to buy it, it's a cash deal. I, I'm not going to give you credit. I'm not going to take a check. Why? I'm a great customer. I go, one. You're not a great customer. No, no, no. I'm a great customer. Very good customer. I go, Juan, you bounced 100 fucking checks on me. I chased you for fucking six months. You're not a good customer. No, no, no. I'm a good customer. I go, Juan, you're fucking insane. You're a horrible customer. Every check you ever wrote bounced. I'm sitting there in the shop. I haven't been to the shop in like, you know, a couple months. Probably closer to a year I haven't been in the shop. And I go, Juan, where's your toolbox? (laughs) Oh, the snapbook. I took it. (laughs) Juan. So I go, okay. So I look around and go, hey, Juan, where's your brother's toolbox? Oh, the Snap-on guy took it. I go, do you see a fucking trend here, dude? You don't pay. I was like, all right, bro, I got to go. And you feel bad. I mean, he's a nice guy, but, you know, I I can't give you a $1,000 fucking smoke machine and have you bounce every check, you know, for the next six months. It gets gets played after a while, you know? I mean, you know, I deposit the check. I write checks. My check bounces. I mean, forget about it. Yeah, boys and girls, tool business is a lot of fun. All right. Anyway, listen to me, guys. Today's, uh, what day is today's date? The 21st. Yep. Christmas is Tuesday. And uh, I'm just going to thank everybody for, you know, being on the page and being on our app, JDTCO, and uh, doing, you know, listen, if you're not on our app, get on our app. We do something called Dollar Days on Wednesday, and we gave out $1,000 of free merchandise, right? That was awesome. Had a good time. And uh, we got a big announcement coming soon. Our web page is almost done. It looks really good. It's got to be fine-tuned a little bit, right? Yep. It's going to be the next level. And uh, remember, guys, this is Tool Truck Talk with me, Nick Morelli, authority on tools and everything tool-related. And we're just talking tools, tool stories and tools. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And uh, like we always say on the page, come for the price, stay for the show. Peace.